beautiful soul. Welcome to the Quantum Business Queen podcast. This podcast is a vortex for activating wealth, riches, and boss bitches. It is here that I teach multi-dimensional business. Our content will fall under three different categories, 5D quantum creation, 4D frequency alchemy, and the most potent 3D strategy. Every aspect of business that contributes to the creation of success is covered here. Plus, I will be personally interviewing the most amazing boss bitches that are at the forefront of the game, paving the way for money, magic, and magnetism in business. Let's get ready to activate all of that within you. Dr. Erin is a world-renowned doctor of divinity, founder of Soul Society and Spiritual Psychology School, TV host of Good Morning La La Land, creator of E4 Trauma Method, international best-selling author, Walden Wisdom Award next to Oprah, Global Peace Award, self-made millionaire, top-rated podcast and mother. Her mission is to awaken a billion people globally by developing training and certifying accredited spiritual entrepreneurs, E4 trauma method facilitators, spiritual psychology practitioners and coaches, new thought teachers and doctors of divinity. Erin is committed to bridging spirituality, science and psychology. She is forging the new thought wisdom in the study of spiritual psychology, the study of how everything is created from source at a soul level. Dr. Erin has interviewed 1,600 plus celebrities, influencers, and coaches featured on NBC, ABC, Fox, Fortune, HBO, CBS, MTV, OWN, Huffington Post, New York Times, LA Times, Forbes Entrepreneur, Amazon Prime, Netflix, Food Network, TLC, and E. She has personally been featured in Forbes, NASDAQ, Millionaire's Magazine, and many other media outlets. There's so much more I could say about Dr. Erin, but she's. I know. You know, I was going to, I was going to take pieces out of it and I'm like, no, I can't leave any of that out. <laughs> and there's still a little tiny bit more there. But I was like, I have to leave. I have to have it all in there. <laughs> I was well, going. More glamorous than reality. The reality is, you know. We hustle, and then we have our own struggles still as human beings, you know. Well, and this is why, okay, this is what really blew me away, because I met um, Dr. Erin in L.A., and she's Nick's best friend. And, you know, like, you have all of these entrepreneurs doing all these amazing things. Like, how do we make more money? How do we do this? And Erin just sat there in such, in this grounded sovereignty of, like, truly understanding. She didn't kind of get swept away, and it's fun to get swept away, don't get me wrong, but she was just in this grounded sovereignty of, like, don't forget about this, guys. Don't forget about what we're here to do. Don't forget about what we stand for as human beings and that we all have a purpose and a mission on this planet. And she just stood at this – she was just this powerful, beautiful, sovereign energy. And I was just, like, watching her in just her own presence blew my mind. And then I heard her story, which – Dr. Erin, do you want to tell us like the beginning and how everything started out for you? 
One, I just want to say that I'm, I'm no different than you guys. I mean, that's just the truth. You know, I came from somewhat of, you know, I don't, I don't even know if you call it dysfunctional because I don't even, I think every family is fairly dysfunctional. So I think it's probably normal, a normal family of a divorced family. My father went off and had another family. You know, we were kind of like Lockheed kids. My mom was borderline alcoholic. She was very codependent in and out of relationships, very tumultuous in, in the ups and downs of relationship. We grew up actually super poor, but my dad was, I call it rich dad, poor mom. My dad's side of the family was very rich. My mom was very poor. We'd go to the thrift store for clothes, but yet we'd go to like my grandmother's house, the beach house. You know, it was like really confusing, the whole thing. My mom was best friends with Joe Cocker. So, and we grew up like literally like, my mom couldn't barely put food on the on the table, but then we'd have like Joe Cocker over doing lines of cocaine across our coffee table. Like it was a really, really random, so random, like really random. And then I was almost like a Lockheed kid in junior high. My mom started really drinking heavily and, you know, we were young kids on the street. We even tried drugs. Luckily, I didn't like drugs, but, you know, slept with my first boy and tried my first drugs and in junior high, you know, very typical California lifestyle and realized I didn't like any of that. It felt very chaotic. I ended up getting date raped in high school, bulimic from 17 to 20. And that if I just get married, then all my problems will go away because that's what I saw in the movies. And I got married and then I had a full term stillborn and I didn't even know my husband because I know myself, you know, so here I was at 22 without really in any support, married to somebody that I didn't even really even know and really just begging for mercy. Like, how can I be so cruel? So I had a full-term stillborn and was in the mortician's house the next day after giving birth to his body and just had a moment like he's gone, his body's here, realizing that we're not these bodies and that we're spiritual beings. And so it sent me on a what's now been whatever 28-year track of seeking truth and trying to just heal myself and in that coming to some profound truths and, and really knowing that we absolutely are divine spiritual beings. We're absolutely from one source and that we're here creating through this thing called universal law, the dynamics of how we manifest in this world, which we're never taught how the hell this vehicle works and what we're really here to do. And so my greatest passion is to give back this work to others because it's given me my life. I now have a 28 year old son and I run a very large company and train people across the globe. And it doesn't mean I don't have shitty days because I still do, but I have a profound life and I'm really, really blessed to be able to do the work I do. And some of the deep truths that I found is because I, I, I don't know if you guys ever, you know, gotten into the law of attraction, all that, but I found the secret and the law of and, and 2006. And I was like, this is amazing. You know, oh my gosh, let's manifest a bunch of shit, you know? And basically what happened is I was able to manifest a bunch of stuff, but I still felt really unfulfilled inside or I was able to, or I wasn't able to manifest stuff. And I was like, does this really work or does it not work? And like, what, what is really going on here? And so as I began to dive even further into it and found metaphysics and found universal law and spent years doing deep, deep meditations, realizing that we're, you know, really we are creating through this thing called the soul, through our DNA energetics and that it's really all the trauma of this lifetime and past lifetimes that basically tweaks and inverts our use of energy. So like sometimes I'd be like, well, I say I want a good relationship, but then all my relationships are completely dysfunctional because I hadn't healed 
the trauma and the limited beliefs and the energetics at a soul subconscious level. So it just kept our picturing in a distorted fashion. It's kind of like, you know, how you have a stained glass window and the sun's coming through, but it gets distorted with every color. So you end up having this beautiful rainbow, but it's not the clear sun coming through. So it's the same thing with us. We are through universal law. And when it inverts, we create abundantly or we create abundant scarcity. You know, we create love or we create division. You know, we create health or disease. It's all the same creation. It's just an inverted use of the same energy. So why does this matter? Why do we care about this? Because we want to have love, connection, and expression. We want freedom. And we also want to have a purpose and make a difference in the world. And so I believe and know after working with thousands of people that your purpose and mission is already written in the cells of your heart. It's already written. You're already born into your soul's assignment. So it's really all of the trauma that's happened in your lineage for you to heal that. Our soul's work is the soul to clear the soul, to clear the subconscious. And when we do that soul work, our life purpose is born out of that. So, you know, Kylie has been through something very unique compared to Dawn, and they have different soul assignments. They may have similar intentions. They might want to do deep transformational work or coaching work, but who their demographic is, who their avatar is very specific of who they're here to help with their specific story that they've been through in this lifetime and all lifetimes. And there's no past life. There's just one life. We are the sum total of our, our lineage. So that's kind of like what I do and why I do it. And so my real genius is helping people do that deep, deep soul work to birth, you know, their highest consciousness. You know, I'm a, I used to be a complete hot mess. I couldn't finish anything. You know, I, I was up and down. I was codependent. I was, you know, and today I'm somebody who is stable that can have healthy relationships, that can see projects through. And so this work is really about becoming the most able that we can be and also really getting clear of what we're here to do on this planet. Because, yes, we're here to have fun and play, and we're here also to get our work done, you know. So anything I can help you guys with or answer questions or, you know, confusions or any area of your life where you feel a little disempowered or kind of, overwhelmed or confused there's answers to everything i love yeah. that there's answers yeah. to everything yay and like how much hope does that bring you guys to hear that like and you know that at a soul level my experience is that there are kind of three gems to our embodiment if you will one is the wisdom so i think that sarah probably is really great at instilling the wisdom and kind of understanding the quantum way that we create and everything okay but what has to happen is we actually have to go back into regression and do the trauma work so oftentimes i'll have say women that will come in and they've had these out-of-body experiences they've been able to manifest a bunch of stuff but they slam into their kind of subconscious reactive mind if you will when they go to hit, say what you're talking about, like I try and go do something and something energetically stops me or, hey, I go into the same room as my mom and I get triggered or whatever it is. So the thing is, is breath work's amazing. Meditation's amazing, all that. But we actually have to be in the body enlightened. 
So we actually have to deal with the epigenetics of the DNA. So the only real way to deal with that is to go into the actual regression of the place where it was created. Meaning for us, it's a lot of trauma work to go back into the actual incident of where the limited belief and the energetic was created. Okay. I want you to just, all you guys, you can close your eyes for a minute. Okay. It's going into a little bit of a self-processing, but not the actual regression. Okay. But I want you to think about probably like the biggest trauma or the hardest thing that happened to you in this lifetime. Okay. It may be something big like a rape. It may just be, you know, the time that your mother didn't show up for the holidays or someone bullied you or break up, whatever that is. Just hold that in your consciousness for a moment. Trauma is not what happens to us. Trauma is what happens within us. So I want you to think about what did you decide in that moment of being so upset? What did you decide about yourself? A divided perspective. Right? I'm not enough. I'll never trust again. I can't do this. Usually it's a statement of a command. It's a limited belief, and it actually tags the DNA. It's an actual false identity that plays out like a puppet string in our life. Most people think trauma is some massive event, like a car accident, war, a massive rape, and it's just not the truth. So trauma is relative, and trauma basically something happens or doesn't happen. So, and what happens is we assign a meaning to it, a negative meaning, and we create an emotion from that meaning assignment, and it's a frequency and a vibration. And that frequency yeah. and vibration is what is communicating to the subconscious. And in that, we decide a divided perspective. You know, I'll show them, or I can't do this, right? These are the commands that play out over and over. And so usually you can think about, you'll notice them probably now, like you'll be upset in something, and all of a sudden you'll, under your breath, like one of my commands was, I can't do this. And so anytime I get upset, I literally like push away relationship, I push away everything, and I'm just like, I can't do this. And it was like an ongoing command until I got in and began to neutralize it and have it play out, right? So what happens also is what happens in past, we, we call it like accumulation of creation, meaning all the times that we did business where it was stressful, it was all this stuff, and it compounds. It's kind of like when you go into a relationship and then all of a sudden, you know, you get back into a relationship and all the weights of every single relationship you've ever been comes back in, you know, like a big, big weight on the shoulders, right? So we want to do a few things. One, for all of you guys, right, you want to do that core trauma work where you are going in and doing the reset regression and actually neutralizing the actual traumatic incident that actually happened, okay? The second thing we want to do is we want to go in and make amends, meaning if I go back and I'm looking at times in my business and I'm going, wow, that was stressful and that was stressful. I had that, you know, upset happen. This happened with that client. Man, that was a hard month. Man, this was. And I don't clear that up on my track. I'm going to carry that forward in my business. And that's called burnout. Right. It's like it yeah. gets so heavy that you can't go anymore. So the the actual the actual question with amends 
is actually how did I create it? How did I create it? How did I? Because what we wanted, what we do is we actually go well. That was stressful because of that client. That was stressful because of the economy. That was stressful because of technology. And we place our power out, and we place our power out, and we place our power out, and then why do we feel disempowered? Because we gave all of our energy away to every single circumstance that ever existed. So these are the things of understanding consciousness creates. You are a powerful divine spiritual being. You are the same source that created the entire universe. You have the ability to move mountains. It is in the recognition of the power that the power is restored. There is nothing to do but the recognition of the power that restores the power. Because you're always powerful, you will always be powerful, and you're powerful right now. The real, the real thing we need to do, though, is yes, we want to understand it in a logical way. It needs to make sense. But we have to believe it at the subconscious level. It, when your body aligns, it will flow. When it, when it's like saying, I believe in love, I believe that this person, you know, loves me, but yet the body is like, oh, I don't trust this for some reason. And it's because the subconscious mind and the, the logical mind is not linking up with the subconscious mind. So the feeling is where you know what is what, what your beliefs are, because your beliefs create your thoughts, your thoughts create your feelings, your feelings create your emotions, your emotions create the circumstance of your life. So whatever yes. you're feeling is actually what the subconscious believes. So it's not about let me just try and believe this and, and just try and believe it and just go through the walls of like, I keep stopping and I, I don't know what's stopping me. You have to go into subconscious processes. We call it the mental equivalent or the vibrational match. So who we are in our, our, you know, experience of life doesn't mean that you have millions of dollars and that means that you have abundance in your consciousness. It may look completely different than that. It's how you perceive it. So abundance can look however it is in your life. But if you are, you know, an area where you aren't in alignment with, with what you really want for yourself, there's a gap. There's a gap in the subconscious. And that's good because now we know where the work is. So we all know that we create our own reality. So Dr. Aaron, when it comes to getting sick or having any physical ailments, I'd love to hear what is your take on that? Sure. So the truth is that you're not your body. The truth is that all sickness, the, the perception of, I'm not a traditional doctor, I'm a doctor of divinity. And so we always say, you know, please see your medical doctor for, you know, your own or whatever. But from a spiritual perspective, even say the flu, the flu is actually getting out toxins from the cells for the divine miracle for it to upgrade the system. So we don't look at anything as a bad thing with health that it is just a simple cause and effect, and that as we align with everything, that we are here to really have a divine appointment. So many times we'll find that people say that have stage four cancer are so grateful for their stage four cancer because it's actually the thing that made them do their deep work, have them actually be able to experience things they would have never been able to experience in life, right? So I don't consider you sick right now. I consider your body is doing miracles right now to adapt to the environment for your highest immunity and an ability to, to withstand whatever's going on in the environment. 
that's really interesting because I've just had like a massive sort of transition in my reality where I've moved house and I've separated from my partner and it's just been a, a crazy transition, but I've experienced similar like health issues myself. And I just felt like, you know, this is kind of like a calibration. Like I felt like exactly what Dr. Aaron was saying, like I'm shifting out like all of this kind of old stagnant energy. And even like, as I sit here now, I'm not entirely healthy, but I'm just feeling my body almost recalibrate to this new timeline, this new reality that I've chosen, which is totally different, scary, full of all of the things, the grief, the sadness, the all of it, but the excited anticipation that there's something new coming. And it's like my body is like, like there's something. So I'll, I'll give you an example. Yeah. Two, two or three days ago, I was in excruciating pain in my shoulder. Mm. So what happened was, I don't know how many months, about seven, nine months ago, my shoulder began to bother me. And I thought, well, I just slept on it wrong, you know, and it kind of persisted for some time. And I, you know, would get massages or I'd go into the chiropractor. And I was like, huh, what's going on here? But it wasn't that bad to really be something that I was really, really concerned about. But it started getting a little bit worse. So I went into an alternative doctor and he tried to adjust it in and it didn't adjust in. It got worse. And I was like, darn, I wonder what's going on. And he said, well, we need to have you get an MRI because it could be torn and we don't want to hurt it more as soon as going on. So lo and behold, two days later, I fell. I've never fallen in my life on my arm, okay? I was on the beach running to the ocean, and I fell. It didn't even hurt when I fell. But guess what? Within six hours, I couldn't move my shoulder. And it was excruciating pain. I was in, I was almost crying. I was in so much pain for multiple days. Meanwhile, I had to go into an MRI. And I thought, what's really going on here? Because we know it's all spiritual. So I talked to one of my dear peers, and he goes, you know it's spiritual. So what's going on? So I went and took myself into deeper processing, and I tracked back when it began to happen. And it was actually a breakdown with the client, which happens about one out of 100 clients. There can be weird things that happen, okay? And I remember thinking, wow, I can't believe she did this. I helped her so much, and I can't believe that she's, you know, getting into this stuff, right? So what happened is I placed my power at some level. I remember thinking, well, I take responsibility. What did I do, okay? But the truth is I didn't go deep enough. We interrupt this awesome podcast episode to tell you about my life-changing Quantum Business Academy. If you are ready to take your business to the next levels of abundance and freedom, then you're definitely going to want to hear more. Please don't take my word for it, though. Here is one of our alumni sharing their experience. My time in the QBA was incredibly expansive, very rich and rewarding, and I can't thank Sarah Tynan enough for her wonderful guidance, support and belief, and sometimes when I didn't have that belief in myself, and the wonderful people in the group, it was really life-changing and a very rewarding experience, so yeah, just expansive and big and bold and brave was wonderful if you want to know more then please head over to my show notes book a call with me or you can message me in dms now let's get back to the podcast so last week i actually processed deeply 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 where was i out of my moral compass where did i walk out of my own truth where did i hand my power over and i had to go so deep into it realizing I created that situation, what was going on for me. And I did this deep, deep processing. Meanwhile, 
I go back to the doctor with the MRI. He adjusts my arm. And within four hours after it, I'm 100% pain-free. I can move my arm all the way. There's, it's, it's done, okay? Yes, he adjusted it in. Yes, I did my work, okay? But this is, it's all spiritual. 100%. All spiritual. The entire, this is a, a basically a, a portal, you know, as a communication for life. So what are we communicating, right? Every single divine sign of a, of a symptom is trying to communicate something, right? So asking yourself, really asking, because you know at some level what's really going on. I invite you to start listening to what the body is communicating. There's a great uh, book called The Body Keeps the Score. And the, the funny thing is years back I was in, after I had my stillborn son, I had, I got pregnant with my son a month to the day later, who's 28 now. And when he was nine months old, we got in a truck and trailer rollover at 60 miles per hour. Okay. I herniated my back and I couldn't walk for two weeks at a time. But after I did my work, I had zero pain. In fact, I felt like I was out of body. I, I couldn't even feel my body. Okay. When I don't do my spiritual work, the pains start coming back. Okay. So the truth is that everything's being communicated. Everything's being communicated. And it's just a matter of how far down the rabbit hole you want to go. You know, they consider this work dangerous. And the reason why it's dangerous is because once you know, you can't not know. And it's like, damn, I'm responsible for creating this stuff, you know, and it's hard. You know, if you don't do your work and you keep up on it, it's like it gets harder because, you know, you're creating it. And if you're not willing to do the deep work and keep doing the deep work, it's, it's harder because, you know. 100% body is mm-hmm. the organ of truth, they say. We had a vet rose on a few months back. She wrote metaphysical anatomy, which is like the Bible. Like you go to any physical ailment, she'll have chapters on what the body's trying to say. And so it's up to us to listen. Dr. Aaron, how do you know when, like you said initially, you didn't go deep enough in your exploration of the shoulder? Like, how do you know when you have or haven't gone deep enough in processing? When you know you're 100% cause of your life. Ooh. Yeah. When you feel like you're the effect of anything, including your body, then you need you more work. Wow. You feel like you're the effect of the economy, a relationship, a person, a situation, then you have not done your work. Wow. Wow. Amazing. I love that so much. I love that. And so what are some things that you ask yourself to start the, the processing process when it comes to trauma or um, physical pain? So your body's speaking to you when you are when you're in any sort of physical ailment or emotional pain or grief or whatever. What are some things like what? So for you, it's questions that you ask yourself that will start the processing of it. So what are some things that are some really good initiators of processing trauma that's in the body? Yeah. So, I mean, well, everyone needs to do the trauma work. So mm-hmm. anywhere that you still feel like you're the victim or that you, you know, still have resentment or whatever it is, we've got to go in and, and take a look at the big traumas on the track. Number one, it's like taking big boulders out. You know, you've got 
things to clear out the soul, and the big boulders are going to be the trauma. So you want to do the big boulders for sure, because you're going to have the biggest, you know, shifts and the biggest whatever. And then you start getting down to the little, you know, the stones, and you know, those are like, oh, I didn't do my amends, you know, let me do those amends and take responsibility, right? And then you get down to the fine tuning of the sand, you know, and that's when you're like still justifying that at some level, you know, I'm still like pretending that he was an asshole and I was the good one, you know, like I'm still pointing the finger and having the story around my father and how he didn't show up for me. Like it's fine tuning and fine tuning. And oftentimes you'll hear it, especially with parents, they'll say, well, you know, I've done all my work, but my mom, she's just never going to do her work in this lifetime. It's like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Your parents are the absolute, like one of the biggest master classes. People think it's actually partners. No, your parents are, I mean, it's a true, true mastery to not just unconditionally love your parents, but actually know that they are you. And if there's any resistance or judgment towards your parents, you've not done your work. Wow. This is huge. It's, I mean, it's, you know, it's no joke, you know, people want freedom. Well, what are you willing to do for the freedom? Yep. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Whew. I knew this is going to be powerful, but my goodness. I remember we had a, a day in Malibu when everybody was sitting there and saying like, I want to be this, or I want to be known to be this big personality or this. And then Dr. Erin comes in and she kind of just like shook up the room and she's like, guys, you're kind of forgetting like, you're forgetting that it's not about the how people view you or how much success you have or how much of a I forget the word that there was a, a word that one lady used in particular where she wants to be an icon. I think it was like this icon for being successful. And, you know, and, and people get wrapped up in all of that, especially when they're trying to make like big head, headway in business. And Dr. Erin came in and she's like, you know, it's like you got you got to have this re like this perspective shift. Like you, we all have a purpose here, you guys like this is there's a purpose. Our soul incarnated on this planet for a purpose. And yes, maybe being an icon could be part of that. But we've got to recenter and re-remember. And that for me just gives so much substance to like why we're actually here, why you're in business, why you're trying to to get ahead in life. Like if you lose the substance, it's like you kind of lose the guiding light. And so this is just such a powerful reminder that it's all in internal. It's all in what, like how we're able to look at ourselves. And Dr. Aaron, for you, it was like, would you say the catalyst was when you had that moment with your stillborn son that, that I don't get in that trap. You guys, we all get in that trap, you know, yeah. all my dollar or the status or the amount yeah. of followers or, yeah. you know, getting seen on this media thing. It's, it's impossible to not be in the Western world and, and get caught up at, in some level. But what happens is we, you know, it's like instantaneously slamming into suffering again. You know, it's like, why am I feeling overwhelmed? Why am I feeling like crap? Why do I feel like crap when I go on social media? Because we're falling into the trap of wanting to try and get something from the external world. And it's a dead end. It's dead end. And it's like, I have to keep banging my head against the wall of like, uh, you know, and the truth is that it's just never going to be the, the solution. It'll never be the solution. And the only thing that is my, you know, savior of my life is to know that I'm here to, to 
love, connect and serve and express, you know, and, and when I get back to that, like, that's why this for me is, is just, if not more of a blessing than for you guys, because when we get to do the deep work and we get to connect and we get to serve, that's when we feel good. That's when it comes back exponentially. That's when, you know, the exchange of currency happens. It may not even be for you guys. It's through, it goes out into universal law and it has to come back at some level. And that's the deep work. When we go and try and get a client, when we go and try and get money, when we go try and get likes, it's such an awful way to go through life. It's terrible. It is like, why are we doing this? It's like everything we love doing it just becomes like, it just becomes awful. I love that. It's so true. It's so true. And I always say this, like for me, like the the energies that I always try to embody when it comes to my business is abundance, meaning that we already have it all. We already are it all. We want for nothing. When we can be in the abundant energy, this is how we magnetize. Like I always tell people, pretend you're a mental billionaire. There's no convincing. There's no needing. There's no like striving to be because you already are it all. So abundance and then service, meaning you are here to do something for the, the world, humans the planet and then that is the equivalent to freedom so it's abundance service and freedom but what dr aaron is saying in order to tap into those things it's all about going within it's all about seeing you know the things that have got you caught up or that have had you feel separate from abundance and doing the deep trauma work that will allow you to like really amplify your ability to serve in a really powerful level and you would have seen and been exposed to it all in your industry and the people that you've come across and it's like here you are sitting here today having interviewed celebrities having interviewed the influencers all of the people that have the things here you are sitting here today saying guys that's not that it's all here it's all internal it's all going within and it's funny how when you do that when you're whole with yourself like the strive the being the icon all of that I think probably wouldn't be a thing you would even consider because it's just like, I'm here, I'm present, I'm whole within. I don't need to be the icon. I don't need to be the this, the that. And everything, again, it comes to you. It's magnetized to you. I mean, I think that that's the ongoing daily spiritual practice. I would be lying if I said it's easy, you know, to not hand the power over to the external world. It's like every breath, you know, it is the mastery. It is the mastery. And I would not say I've mastered it fully. I yeah. would be lying if I said I'd master it. I probably wouldn't even be in this realm anymore if I mastered it fully. We have senses and we have needs from a survival standpoint. And so it's almost impossible to not look to the world for something. But it is, you know, it's instantaneously just always coming back to that. I do. You know, I believe that the truth is that we're all dynamics, all point in time. So we are divine and we're fully free at some experience. And we're also fully human at one experience. I believe that we're all dynamics at all experience. We are eternal and immortal right now. We are also in the experience of being this body. We can track into, you know, you can call it multidimensional or whatever it is. We're multidimensional beings. So right now there's a part of me that's completely free and completely enlightened and completely, you know, divine source. And is that what you tap into, knowing that? We don't believe you tap into anything because you are it. 
but you can experience being more tapped in or not tapped in. But the truth is you can't not be tapped in. You are source, the true essence of who you are. You can experience being divided in the use, in the mini mind, the individualized use of divine mind. But the truth is you are source. That's the truth of who you are. You know, I just had a client, and I think it's a big thing right now. I think a lot of people are really kind of annoyed with social media and really done with it, quite frankly. And I think we're going to see a huge movement of new, organic, and innovative ways that people are going to be doing things. So, for example, I had a client that she just was annoyed every time she got on social media. She's like, this isn't me. I'm not getting the likes I want to get. I'm just, it, it's not flowing. So she just got like, she almost like surrendered and she's like, what do I really want to do? And she really wanted to create books for children and she did enjoy going to network events in person. So she began to go to network events, creating the children's books and began to network just on, on LinkedIn, just through a partner that she met at a networking event. So she just had a $30,000 a month and it was a real authentic organic thing. So I think for all of us, we need to get, we need to get authentic. And we've been teaching particular ways of, of marketing online because it, there's just basics of online. But I invite each of you guys to open up to the authentic way of connecting with human beings because it's really killing businesses right now to think that I need to do it this one particular way. We need to open up to the innovation that is within. So open up your heart and ask yourself, how do you want to be connected with people and really get back to the heart and doing the core work with people? And that's, you know, this is the way it happens, you guys. The media, actually, when you go to media, media doesn't do anything, just so you know. These real relationships is actually how business expands. One-to-one, face-to-face, this is how it happens. Love that. It's so important. And this is why alignment is crucial. You know, you will have people saying, well, this is how I built success or this is what works. And this is this. There's a million ways to build a business. And yeah. alignment is your soul telling you that this is your way. And so you get to listen to that, which is yeah. really powerful. I mean, you look at like and I have so many examples of this in the business academy and Shay is one of them. She just came out of nowhere, referral of a referral of a referral from way down the line. And this is why I call it the quantum business academy. Marketing for me is just switching on your lighthouse, which is like your intentional energy saying, I am energetically open for business. My intention is here and to serve. And it's like aligned in your true authentic energy. People, the souls are drawn to you as long as you stay in your own authentic energy and your own alignment. And this is what business gets to be. But if you're kind of stuck in this way that it has to be a different way, that's misaligned to you. This is where the freeze is going to happen. The stuckness will happen and the feeling like it doesn't work will happen. So, so cool. Yeah. I mean, what's your definition of success? You guys, I'd write down what your definition of success is. A million. You're miserable. It's not really successful, you know. So what is your definition of success? And I'd make sure you get really clear of those core values of what that is and making sure that you're, you know, aligned to that instead of just the accolades, because I don't think accolades ever contribute to success. I love that. Oh, my goodness. So, Dr. Aaron, how can you tell people how they can connect with you, what you're doing at the moment? I see that you're running master classes and how people can get on board with what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, I would say 
the universal law is a good way. A lot of people love learning more about the universal law. I know, Sarah, I'm sure that you're already learning about all of it as well. I have a 52 universal law audios on my podcast as well. You can go onto either my social media bio or onto the website. So my social media is my full name, which is Aaron Fall Haskell. F is in Frank, A-L-L, Haskell, H-A-S-K-E-L-L. And then the website is Soul Society. So it's like society and society, soul and society. So S-O-U-L-C-I-E-T-E. And you'll see at the top there's gifts. And you can go on there and get the 52 universal laws. And then you'll get the audios. And then you get weekly distinctions. of it's. There's only one universal law, but they're distinctions of the universal law. So that's a good way. People really love that for sure. Obviously, you have Sarah. So a lot of the business stuff, I'm sure you can get all of it. I think that, you know, it's really just I'm here for you guys at whatever level as peers, as friends and whatever's whatever's inspired for you guys. Happy to answer anything. But I'm really proud of you, Sarah, for all your work. And thank you for everything you do. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Honestly, oh. You are beyond amazing, Dr. Aaron, beyond amazing. Thank you so much for everything that you've accomplished and how you serve in a really, really, really powerful way, but also how you show up truly humble and ready to connect with each person individually. I find that such a unique quality that you just don't see in humans anymore. And I just truly honor that. And I also see that similar quality in Nick. So it's no wonder you guys are best friends. I said this at the, we had the elite gathering in Malibu and I really wanted to say in front of everybody that Nick is the type of person that yes, she's created whatever level of success she has, which has been huge and it's been amazing and same with Dr. Aaron, but both Nick and Dr. Aaron still walk amongst their people. They don't hold themselves higher or above. And I just, you just don't see that in people anymore. The fact that Dr. Aaron was humbly, like it said, yes to coming and humbly serving like all of you guys today and just didn't hold back in her generosity and how she gave is just beyond, beyond. And so I truly see that and I honor that. And thank you for being such a powerful human, but also at the same time walking amongst your people and, and as a humble servant, it's just such a beautiful, powerful thing to see. Yeah, well, thanks, you guys. Really honored to be here. And I'm um, just knowing you guys all have such gifts to give to the world. And I know that the world's lucky for your consciousness. And thank you for investing your time and energy into your consciousness and healing. And I'm just holding you guys all my heart in the journey. It's a beautiful journey. And it's not easy, but it's worth every ounce of sweat, for sure. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Thanks, you guys. Have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for listening today, beautiful soul. I hope you got so much gold and were activated in such a way that you could step into your highest timeline of abundance and freedom because it is more than possible for you. If that desire has been planted in your soul, it is so deliberate. If you wouldn't mind, please rate, review, subscribe to this podcast so that we can get this message into the hearts and ears of more amazing light beings across the world. I would love to continue this conversation with you. So feel free to get in touch on Instagram at sarah.tynan.quantumcoach. 
If you're a Facebook person, you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Sarah Tynan International. And please don't ever forget, if your desire is there, it's because your destiny is there too. You just have to remember who the you are. Bye for now, beautiful.